Hey, 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 it's Brian here, and I am so excited once again to bring you another incredible guest here. Her name is Charmaine Vega. She's going to help you reduce anxiety before your presentations with the right foods. You got it. This is incredible, amazing niche. She has so much to share. I'm excited to let you hear all her knowledge, all of her gift of showing you exactly what you should eat before presentations and really overall, really. So we're going to get into all of that, getting you healthy, getting you in the right balance and all those things so you can do your presentations the right way. All right. Sound good? All right. I'm ready. You ready? Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another one here. It is Brian is Arnold. This is the Authority Project. And I have my new good friend here, Charmaine Vega. And she is here. She says to help us reduce anxiety before presentations with the right foods. Is that correct? Is that correct? Is that correct? Very <laughs> Charmaine. <laughs> yes, it is. You've got to eat the right foods. That's correct. We shall see what she has for us today on this special episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right. We are back. This is the Authority Project. I am Brian S. Arnold, and you are the project. You want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we have Charmaine Vega here, and I'm excited about talking about foods because it's not something that we normally do here in the show. We want to see how this how this works today. How are you doing, Charmaine? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great now that I got rid of my own anxiety. With, <laughs> <laughs> with, today was one of those days, anything, or the last three days, I should say, anything that could go wrong with me trying to do something on social media, it mm -hmm. has been a glitch, including <laughs> trying to get Spectrum to give me the right upload, download, all that kind of stuff where your mouth is moving, but it's not in sync. All of that has been going on over the last three days. And as you know, I just signed on one minute <laughs> before I <was> show <laughs> Everything seems to be going so far so good here. So I am grateful to have you on the show. We are going to get started. But before we dive in, please tell people who you are, um, Charmaine, personally and then professionally. Okay. Personally, I am a daughter. First of all, I'm a daughter. <laughs> I'm a mom. And I'm also a grandmother. And I make sure that it kind of all fits in with my business. So it's a lot of people will separate their business from their personal and they say it's not one. My belief is that who I am is I am my business. And because I deal with food and nutrition, it's important to me, it's important to my family. And I'm a fourth generation nutritionist. My mother is still alive and she is a certified herbalist. So she does herbs. My grandmother did the same thing with herbs and they grew them and my mother grows them and all that kind of thing. So I come from not just doing this because this seems to be trendy, 
where people want to <laughs> yeah. talk about being healthy and all those kind of things. This is what I do. If people were to tell you what I do, it's all day, every day. This is me. People who've known me all my life. That's what they say. She's not doing anything now than she has done before. I did originally go to school to be a pre-med major and did that for three years. Found, discovered I don't like blood. <laughs> that was yeah. the first thing. And my um, ex-husband, who passed away about five years ago, he wanted to be a doctor, which he was a forensic psychiatrist. And I felt that if we were going to have children, that would have been a conflict. So I ended up going into special education, which is not far from it. I, at that time, when I went to school at Boston University, they did special education where you had to also learn the science behind it. So I was still applying the science that I had learned and now applying it to special education. And then fast forward, I decided I was going to create my own products like so many of us. And I started out with uh, Mama Vega Salsa, making salsa. And, but it was, I also was doing a restaurant and a hospital and you would try to figure out well, how do you go from education to hospital to nutrition, because to me, it's all the same thing. I'm still teaching. Okay. And those were the skills that I learned in teaching and being in front of there and learning what was going on there. And then in the hospital, I was able to go back to what I originally knew, but apply the science to the other things that I was doing. So it's, I just say I managed them all together. I just kind of made a snowball out of it okay. and it all became one big package. And so that's who I am today. And that's your, yeah. what that's I your, <laughs> right. That's your unique thing. Awesome. That was great. So what is the current project that you're working on at the moment? Current project is we've coined the phrase happy, healthy lifestyle. Okay. Is, is what the project is. That is the project. And that's global because I feel that is applicable to every single aspect of your life. It's not just one thing, but it's everything. Because if you're not happy and if you're not healthy, you can't have that lifestyle. So it's, again, it's that snowball where it's all marriage together and made into one. And what I try to do is explain how that happens. And because on this platform and so many other platforms, I'm usually now um, speaking to people who are entrepreneurs, which I also am, and, and educators and things like that. And we're always running around doing something for somebody else. And you hear that phraseology, uh, mm -hmm. self-care. What is that? We're... We're givers by nature, so we're always giving, giving, right? And we forget about ourselves. What are we doing? But there are some precursors or things we can do ahead of time that's taking care of ourselves while we're running so that we don't run out of energy because it's like an engine on a car. If you keep running it and you don't put the oil in or you don't put the gas in, what's going to happen? You're going to start hearing all this grinding and all that kind of stuff, which is why we hear the creaks and cracks in our bones <laughs> as you oh. get older. So you didn't take care of that. What do you? What does a car need for energy? A car needs fuel. What is food? Food is fuel. So it's the same type of thing. If you look at your body as um, a house or anything of that nature or a car, you still need the energy to go in it to take care of it. If you have a house, you have to put what? You have to put electricity or it's mm -hmm. not going to run. You have to put gas or it's not going to run. You have to put solar or it's not going to run. So everything we do, you still need that influx of energy. So we're no different than a house or a car. It's awesome. exactly the same thing. Awesome. Awesome. So I got one last question for you real quick, because I want to really dive into the topic here. Do you have 
a daily routine? And if so, what is that? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let's have it. Let's, let's, let's see what this is. My, my daily routine starts out with my grandmother taught me. When you get out of bed, what is the first, first thing you do? What are you first thing you do when you get out of bed? I pray. You pray. I pray. And then what's the next thing? The next thing I do at this moment is read. I'm reading. And then it's, it's, it's either I'm reading or I'm, I'm putting down what I'm grateful for. Writing down what I'm grateful for. Okay. Those are yeah. good answers. Yeah. But the very first oh, thing. Oh, I put, put something in your body. Drink, drink water or something. No. Okay. Go ahead. You, you tell me. <laughs> you make your bed. Oh, yeah. See, I can only make like part of my bed because my wife's on the other side. So, and I got to be really quiet. Half so, of it. Half of yes, it. Yeah. You <laughs> your half. Okay. You can still do your half. That's, That's the first thing you do is you make your bed because that starts your routine. If you know that that's what you're going to do, the very first thing, you don't go to the bathroom, you don't do anything. You may have to hurry up and make that bed, but the very <laughs> first thing you do is you make that bed because that starts the pattern of your routine. Mm, so yeah, so I do that and I meditate. I, I meditate while I'm, even while I'm doing it, I might be thinking about something, but not what I'm going to do. I'm thinking about, where I am, what am I doing? And I'm meditating on that. And then I'm being grateful and thankful at the same time. Then it's a matter of brushing my teeth, washing my face, doing all those things that we do from a hygienic standpoint. And then what I do is I go out and walk. And my walk is usually at 6 a.m. in the morning. So I get out and I go for my walk. I choose walking rather than running. One, because with COVID, I've gained a little weight and I do understand that if you are pounding on your knees and you are overweight, that's 40 pounds per square inch on your knee. Mm. So I'm not going to be pounding 40 pounds of per square inch for every pound I'm overweight on my knees because I know what that's going to do and what that would lead to. But I do, I walk every morning. And as so I do that. And then usually I'll start on my walk. I listen to different podcast and specifically the podcast that I'm listening to every morning has to deal with health and nutrition so that I'm getting what the latest information is because as you would know also that changes moment by moment wait what we yeah. hear right now and what I'm doing right now I can flip on the TV and that's totally different than what right. I just said right. <laughs> so, exactly. so I do that to keep abreast of what is the latest information so those are my standard things that I start out my morning with that's what people know I know I do, unless it's like raining like it was this morning. So I didn't go out. And you can see I wear a little band here. So it reminds me and I have mine in particular will remind me if I'm sitting too long, I have it set for one hour and then it starts beeping. Oh. <laughs> you no know, time to get up I'm sitting here. Awesome. Awesome. So I okay. have that built in. Great. Great. So let's let's dive into the topic. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's dive into this topic. The right foods will reduce anxiety before your presentations. Are we basically talking about stage fright? Or you let me know what, what anxiety you're talking about. And what are these foods that will help combat this incredible thing that pretty much a lot of us go through, if we're to be honest? Okay. I want to start just a little differently. What I want sure. to do is ask your audience, even though I can't see them and I don't know who they are, I would like for them as a teacher to take out a piece of paper <laughs> and a pen or a pencil and I want them to write down when they have to do a presentation or they need to go talk to someone or especially if it's and a presentation doesn't necessarily mean on stage. 
when I say presentation, it could be somebody pissed you off and you got to go talk to them about something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you talking mean, about so, so you mean also co confrontation as well. And confrontation, because it can be confrontation. So yeah, but presentation is when I need to go speak about something and it's out of my comfort zone. That's really what it is. Or something has happened and it's thrown me out of whack. Like I said today, it was like my computer wasn't working. My emails weren't downloading, which means I wouldn't have been able to get your link. I'm trying to do it on my phone. And that's not everything I'm trying to do is just not working. So it's like your anxiety goes up. But what I want your audience to write is when they have to go give a, a presentation or they're at a meeting, what are the things that they have there? And I'm going to kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Do they have coffee? Do they have wine? If it's in the evening, do they have wine? Do they have donuts? Do they, you know, what kind of foods do they have? Just write that down. I want them to write down what is it that's there that they could now go and get. Because usually you have a cup of coffee, you go, okay, I'm going to call myself. I'm going to warm my hands. I'm going to, you know, take this glass of wine. Then I'm going to go sit down. And then when they called me, I can go get it. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you why all that's wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I know a singer who says she got a lot of stage fright and she had, she drinks a little sip of wine before every time she sings because it calmed down her nerves. But you're saying that's not true. So I'm, no. I'm very, I'm very curious about this. What it does is it actually, the way it acts in your body, it actually increases your anxiety, which is why, what do you do? You have a little bit of the wine, but you want more because you feel I need more and it's going to calm me down. So I have a little bit more to try to calm me down, but you have to have more to calm you down. Okay. So that's okay. where the problem becomes. The other thing is that we'll have sugar in it. Sugar is more addictive than cocaine. That's a fact. That fact <laughs> hasn't changed. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's one of the yeah. ones that you can look up and it has not changed. Okay. So when you have those things and not too many people are going to drink coffee black, you're going to have something else in it. You may have the milk, right? With milk, we know people lactose intolerant, this, that, or the other thing, the casein that it has. And I can go into all the other things that why the milk would be bad, but you will add a milk and the milk that they have there is usually not real milk to start with. It's right. going to be one of those little things you tear open and you drizzle it in, right? Which means what are you doing? You're adding chemicals. Okay. You're not adding something real, but that's chemicals. Where are those chemicals going into your brain? Because what is it doing? It's going into your bloodstream. Your bloodstream doesn't stop at your neck. It goes all the way to your head. So now that anxiety that you had where you think it's calming you down, it really may not be. It may be keeping you at the same level and it can also spike. Okay. Okay. okay so those are the things. Let me look at my notes to make sure I didn't miss anything. Artificial sweeteners you know, is another thing. If you have artificial sweeteners, it's the same thing. That's a chemical, as you can probably figure out. Now I do more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've probably figured that part out and you probably have already figured out that I don't do dairy. Eliminated dairy. Not that it doesn't taste good. Don't get me wrong, folks. It's wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. I love the way it tasted <laughs> because I'm not doing it anymore. But that's something right there to look at. So you wouldn't want to do those things, but the things that you can do, now I will tell you what you can do. You can start the day before. No, because usually when you have something to do, there will be those exceptions where it's right now immediate. I want to give you a quick story on the immediate type thing. That immediate thing would be is, as you said, I normally go walking early in the morning. 
my grandson, who's nine, I don't live far from them, and he's nine, and he's been calling, was calling me all week, and he wanted to go walking with me. One day, he called me at six o'clock in the evening, and I was like, hey, baby, I could, but the problem is that it's getting dark. I don't want to do that. Let me do it another day. So then he was like, okay, when can you do it? I said, well, probably tomorrow. 7.30 in the morning, he's busy calling me. And find out later, his mom was getting on him. And he told his mom, he was like, what do you mean? Grandma walks at six o'clock in the morning. She should be back from her walk by, by now so she can come get me. So he asked me, can you come get me? And I said, I would, but my walking party decided that she wanted to walk later. So I'm not walking with her until eight. And I'll probably be back by 9.30. I can come pick or get you at 10 o'clock. What then happens is my walking party ends up changing her time again. And so therefore that's going to put me later. So then I told her, never mind, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go get him. But ended, I, it's two miles to his house. So I ended up walking two miles to his house. And then when I get there, I'm an hour early. So mm -hmm. what do you think happened? His anxiety spiked because he was like, grandma, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I was like, hey, babe, calm down. Don't worry about it. Do your normal morning routine, have your breakfast, do everything. And then we'll go for our walk. So one of the things I did is I had him to do that. And I told him, I said, you can snack on some broccoli. You can get something. He's allergic to nuts or something like that. So I take that into consideration when I'm giving people ideas on what they can do to calm themselves down, because it depends mm -hmm. on their allergies, their sensitivities, and a whole bunch of other things. I can give you a broad spectrum. And from there, we can pick and choose. But in his particular case, it would be broccoli. So it's okay, just snack on that or get your breakfast, have dad to make your breakfast or whatever. So that's an example of where it's, a, it's not really a presentation, but the anxiety spiked because he's, I'm not ready. And those are all times that we will face those kinds of things, but there's things that we can do to lower it and have it where we are prepared for that. So some of the things I like to present to people would be something like grapefruit, citrus. You can, okay. you can do citrus. That's really good. This is, I'm in California. So this is a California grapefruit. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, yeah. organic. It's from my daughter's backyard. And you can see how big it is. It's not a little one. This is huge. I didn't weigh it to see how much it weighs, but it, it's quite a bit. It's probably at least about two pounds as heavy okay. as it feels. Okay. Something else would be asparagus. People don't think about it, but you can either grill it put it in a salad, something like that, and or just chop it up and you can use it as a snack because this is something you can eat hot or cold. It cold. doesn't. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You see this face? <laughs> yes. Remember, we're we're doing something that you can do. You can either, if you, if you know what the things are that you can have, you can okay. start the day before. Gotcha. gotcha. So you can grill these for your dinner the day before, because it has a lot of fiber in it. So the fiber is going to do what? Pull some of the toxins out of your system. It's going to help the flow go the way it needs to do. And when you are anxious and you have um, that anxiety, it, it can also lead to depression. It leads to diabetes. It leads to obesity. It, used, it does all those things because you just finished changing the chemical makeup of your body, which is what you want to do. You want to now try to balance the chemicals in your body, because that leads to longevity. When you shorten your lifespan is when you now have all these other chemicals, which is why I try to get as few chemicals in my body mm. that I can. We can't reduce them all because yeah. part of chemicals in your body is what air, if you breathe bad air. Yeah. Awesome. Somebody's commenting in green, which with the asparagus. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. That she put down there that I have asparagus in my garden. They're fab, cold or raw. Awesome. 
Awesome. <laughs> see, see what did she say? Cold. You can eat yes. them cold. You don't. Yes. You know, cold raw. You don't have to cook them. You can just snack on them, just like you would okay. one of those those vines, the candy vines. Just pretend. <laughs> pretend it's a candy vine, okay? I'm trying. This is the tough. This is the tough show for me. I tell you right now. <laughs> okay, keep... but that's something you can do. Okay. People also have a sweet tooth. We we have a sweet tooth. So what I do for that is I don't have it behind me, but I do have some prunes. I love prunes, but the what do you call it, politically correct way of saying prunes these days is it's a dehydrated plum. <laughs> you <Okay. know? laughs> People don't like to, the word prunes when you say okay. prunes, but okay. they're fabulous for you because they have iron. They have all kinds of other things that you can have that's great, but they're also sweet. Okay. So you have that sweetness that goes with them. I also have cranberries and these are organic cranberries that I got. I like cranberries. So I, so I can take the cranberries okay. yeah. and I can do it. See, I finally found something for you, you know? You know? You, so what you do is you take the cranberries and mix it with chop. Take the asparagus and chop them up in little bite-sized pieces and then take a little bit of asparagus and a okay. little bit of cranberry and eat it together. Okay. You won't know it. Okay. 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 I hear you. I see. So, so you can have that. Another one would be avocado. We all know about avocado. Most people like guacamole, right? So we can take avocado, we can eat that. You get the omega-3s that's in here. You get the natural fats that your brain needs because you still need some fat for your brain. You just don't have to drizzle all the fat where you like to douse something with it. You don't have to have that. Like I always tell people, you can still have olive oil, but I prefer to suggest that you eat the whole olive rather than the oils. And the reason for that is, is because it, it has the fiber and everything else in the olive itself, as along with whatever is good. And if you are going to do an olive oil, I would say the Moroccan olive oil, because it has the highest percentage of nutrients in it. And it's hard to find, but that is the absolute best huh. if you're going to use it. And it's not for cooking, not for <laughs> cooking, not for cooking, okay? Because it's not one of the oils that takes a high heat. So therefore, you end up turning it into a hydrogenated oil, which clogs your arteries and all those other kind of things. It's used for more like salads. If you notice, when you go to the Middle East or you go to Italy, what do you see them doing with the olive oil? Do you see them cooking with it or do you see them drizzling it on after something is finished? Okay. I guess, I guess, yes. <laughs> right? Yes, so, yes, I'm with you, I'm with you. Right, but you can do the avocado. And one of the other things I do is uh, pepitas, which is pumpkin seeds. And these are very good. They have omega-3s as well. So if you're trying to make something or you want to do like a little dip or whatever, not with the crackers and everything, but you can take the avocado and you can mix in some pumpkin seeds with it and a little bit of cranberries. Trust me, it tastes good. It sounds like it might not, but you have what you call umami when you're done. And that okay. means you get all the flavors and everything in there. You'll get a lot of different flavors with that. So that's one of the things I recommend with that. Very nice. So in all of these will help to reduce your anxiety. Yes. Going towards this big event. Now it's not going to reduce all of it. It's not going to reduce all of your anxieties, but it will read. Let me put it this way. Yes, it will reduce those anxieties and straight across the board, yeah. but it may, it's not going to necessarily get rid of them because you still have a brain. You're still thinking about it. So you're still going to be hesitant, but not like over the top. You know how you may have sweaty palms and everything else. It'll reduce it. And if you know that's what you're doing to reduce it, that will help. 
Okay. And see here, somebody, the, the same person, well, I don't know if it's the same person or not, yeah. but she says papitas yeah. with the cranberries are so yummy. See, okay. I'm saying all these things and people know you're the only one who's the oddball out here. I am the oddball. I tell you, this is great because I, I, I know I need this. So <laughs> These are good. It's, they taste good. Great, great. This is great because I, I do suffer from stage fright because I'm a perfectionist. Not in this setting, really, but in other settings. But this is great. So is there... I know you mentioned a few of these earlier, but are there wrong foods to eat before a presentation besides something like with coffee or whatever? There's something that you, if I was to have something in my hand I'm eating right now, anything that you would cringe at me is like, why are you eating that? You know? Not so much because I try not to do that. I try more than likely what I try to do is educate people that if you eat this, do you know what's going to happen if you do that? I send my clients text <laughs> messages that say, is that something you really need to put in your mouth at this time? Have you given this any thought, you know, okay. of what we've learned? I don't tell them not to do it, but right. it's kind of like that little bird that's sitting on their shoulder that they make the decision. I say with the background that I have, what I do is I get you to change your behavior and make you think it was your idea. <laughs> mm, okay. So I, I wouldn't necessarily because this, and I don't believe in diets. Okay. I I believe in a nutritious regime. Doesn't okay. that sound better? Yes. Nutritious regime is the same thing as saying a diet. It's just not a diet. Okay. But the reason I say that is because as soon as I tell you there's something you can't have, that's the first thing you want to do. A little kit. It's wired in our brain. But I would say that there's a way you can do it, and there are different herbs and spices that you can add that's going to help. For example, I wouldn't say there are some people who are just maybe addicted to coffee. I would say this can heighten your anxiety. Coffee can also deplete you of calcium. If you're going to make coffee at your home, take some eggshells, put it in the coffee pot, let it drip through because that's going to take the tannin out. This is all, this was my grandmother and my great grandmother's way of doing it and it works. Okay. okay, okay. Um, and then what you do is you put a little bit of turmeric in there. You put a little bit of ginger, you put a little bit of black pepper. The reason you add the black pepper is because it makes it bioavailable to your system of what you need. As far as the nutrients that are in it, it's going to take it to where you need. So, And it tastes more like a chai then. So you've kind of uh, leveled up the value of the coffee by not mm -hmm. just making it that. I use oat milk or almond milk or another dairy instead. So I will tell you how to take whatever it is to do an alternative of that. If you wanted to get rid of the coffee and you want another liquid or a heat drink that's better for you, I would then say some of the herbal teas. You can do kava tea, K-A-V-A would be one. Chicory root is another one because they have nutritional values to them. You can do lavender tea, just like you take lavender baths. You see that all the time now. They're telling you to take a lavender bath to calm you down. They don't tell you you can drink it, okay? <laughs> so yeah. you can have a lavender tea. You okay, can have yeah. a lemon balm tea, lemon balm mixed with lavender. So you can do that chamomile, you know that's at night. So you can take a chamomile tea at night because it's going to calm your nerves the night before. That's why I say some things you can start the day before, because usually when we have a presentation, it's not right then. There are some days that does happen. It has happened to me where somebody will say, okay, in two hours, can you show up? Okay, and you're like, uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> my hair's not done, my makeup's not done, you want me to do what and how, what period of time? So yes, and then what you do is you just do your go-tos. I forgot to pull it out, but I have like little snack bags. You can get it like at dollar store, okay. um, big lots, and they have little lines on them. They're called portion control snack bags. 
You don't find them all the time, but when you do find them, swoop them up because you, you can't find them all the time. But those are kind of neat because that's something that when you fill it up, you can fill up the bag to whatever size portion you want. And you can just have a whole bunch of them thrown in your purse, thrown in your briefcase, wherever. And it's already done. It's a go-to that you have with you and you don't have to succumb to whatever these other tendencies might be there because you will have some of the nuts, like the pumpkin seeds, I said, but also sesame seeds and also, where's my other ones? I don't know where, where they are right now, but I, oh, here they are. But I also have pistachios. Okay. Okay. Pistachios yeah. are very good too. They, like, you like that, right? Yeah. See, so pistachios. Yeah. And you can take this and these things that I'm telling you, you can make your own trail mix with it. That's really what I'm doing. But the trail mix is a anti-anxiety trail mix, if you want to call it that. Maybe I'll create that as another product. <laughs> so how, how often are we doing this during the day, especially before a pre presentation? Say, say if our presentation is at, I don't know, seven o'clock, well, nine o'clock in the morning, tomorrow morning, how long, how often are we snacking and, and eating regular, regular meals? I don't put it in a time frame. Okay. Because everybody's body digests differently. But once a person starts doing this, they'll know the nuts in particular, if you're having those because they have a lot of protein in them, that's going to last a long time. It also takes a long time to digest. So the nuts in it and would be one of the things I would say, do the day before, do a little bit the day before so that you have a little bit in your system. This is what I always tell people. Don't let your system become depleted. But what you do is have a little bit that now your body is burning it up and burning it up. I'm one, I also do intermittent fasting. So there's only an eight hour window when I'm actually eating anyway. So I know mine's gonna burn up. So I just tell people depending on what they're doing, but I do carry them like, for example, this morning with everything else, and I knew it was getting to be 12 o'clock and I, that's from 12 to about six is when I my window is. And I was like, I haven't even eaten anything. So I did, I while I'm preparing to get on here. I'm like, okay, let me get a couple of nuts. Let me get a couple of these things. And I also like, um, the person who's in your audience will probably know this. This is mangoes with chili lime on it, you know, so that mm -hmm. I want my, to speed up my metabolism. So although yeah. the mango has sugar in it, I want the, the chili on there because it's going to rev up my metabolism. So I won't think too much about how many of these I eat. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're, we're getting up against it, but what do you say to folks who say, what well, this is all talk. This is, this doesn't really work for me. You know, I, I can do a presentation without all this stuff. What do you say? What do you say to those people who doubt that food doubt, makes a difference? Doubting Thomas. Yes. Doubting Thomas. For those of you who are doubting Thomas, I say, you know what? Give it a shot. And then let me know whether it worked or it didn't. When I was yeah. teaching, that's one of the parents told me this is not going to work. And that's the same thing I told her. I said, give me one semester. And if it doesn't work with what I'm doing with your son, I'll follow your rules. If not, <laughs> follow mine. It worked. So she ended up having to go along with what I said. Awesome. So that's what I say is I say, give it a shot and, and, and see if that works for you. Because if you're even if you're doing these little snacks, because they have the protein and stuff in them, it's going to keep you from petering out, burning up your energy, and it'll give you the energy and stamina that you need. That's what you need. You need something that's going to stay with you. If you had chips and stuff, the that's going to burn up very fast. That's the carbs and it comes in, goes out and it's, it's done. This is staged where you're going to have that. So I would say just give it a try and see what other combinations you can have. And I see you put the, the link up there where I do have a handout. So anybody who wants this information, I have way more information on here. As you can see, I have a lot of information. I put this together last night. 
so that you'll have information. And I give you the fruits, the vegetables, the seeds, the nuts, beverages. I give some more beverages on here, even something like canary seeds. Yes, birds eat it, but you can too. So I have different odd things on here that people may not think about. uh, Sesame seed, what do you call it? Tea. I have a recipe on here that's for sesame seed tea, and that reduces anxiety. So I do have some teas and beverages on here that will help to reduce anxiety, and that's why I put it together. And they're they're ones that you may not think of. And I do have the fish because the fish does have the omega-3s that's in there that's also high in protein, not just the omega-3s. So you do have some things that are in here that are the fats that's feeding your brain and the foods that are feeding you and that stays in your system to help you be able to focus. Awesome. And for the people who are listening later, can you tell them what that site or the URL is so they can go as well? Yeah, the site would be mamavega.com. And mama is spelled M-A-V-E-G-A. And then it's .com forward slash social media. And if you go there, we'll ask you for your name and all that kind of stuff. And then when you do that, you will automatically get an email. The email you'll get will have a PDF, a link, and you can click on the link and then you can download this particular PDF. This is what I'm giving to you so that you'll be able to know some of the things that I'm talking about and how it could possibly work with you. Awesome. Awesome stuff. I have a question for my last question for you Okay, from Germany. She's right. She's right. I see that. I see the question she's asking. Okay. Is it true mackerel is better than salmon? It ha- it has more fat in it, so it has more omega threes, and so because of that, I would say yes from that standpoint. And the other standpoint, it's cheaper because a lot of fishermen use it as bait, so they don't have a high value that they place on it. So you can buy it cheaper. One of the things I like to make is like salmon croquettes, but what I do is I mix all of them together. I take the salmon, the mackerel, and I also do sardines. And I mix them all together because then my patty has as many of the different types of omega-3s and it didn't cost me as much. So her, the answer to her question is yes, she's correct. Awesome. That's great. So I have one last question for you. I, I thank you for answering that question. But I have one more. Access of okay. all of my guests. It goes simply like this. We have people who are watching you now. They've been listening to you later. And they may have a similar goal, similar interests, maybe the same kind of journey as you. And they want to make an impact with the people with food or with health and so forth. Can you tell them in your own words how they can become an authority in this space? Sure. The way you can become an authority in this space is by living it and doing it and being it every day. Because once it becomes a part of you, then there's really not a question that somebody can ask or pretty much challenge you on because you're doing it. This is what you do. This is what I do all day, every day, all the time. So the way you become an authority is by doing it and sharing it. That's what you do. You don't just keep it to yourself. My dad always told me that what you have is a gift, whatever that gift might be. Mine happens to be at this stage, the gift of gab. And you wouldn't know that I was very shy when I was in high school, but the gift of gab, as well as the ability to display and give the information, because he told me, if you don't share and you don't share your knowledge, God has a way of taking it away from you because he gave it to you as a gift. And that means you should be sharing your gift, but you should also be living the life of what you're saying. So what I'm saying is what I do. This is what I do. So that's how you become an authority. Because now if somebody says, this is what you should be doing over here, I go, no, I already tried that. That doesn't work. It may work for this particular person, but it may not work for this one. So living and breathing what it is that you want to be that authority on is how you become that authority, not by reading books. You become the authority by being the authority. 
I love it. That is amazing. <laughs> that is perfect. Mama Vega, as they, as they call you, unbelievable content. I really appreciate you. Appreciate the knowledge. Appreciate the, the props. The real, the real deal knowledge that you have is obviously there. And we got everything done. We're, I have no more questions. You, you crushed it. Thank you so, so much. Unless you have any final words, we're, we're, we're ready to go. You have any final words before we, before we get out of here? Create that happy, healthy lifestyle and you'll be able to do what I'm doing. That's how you can do it. Live it, breathe it, eat it, try it. Go into the stores and try out things that you look at and you go, oh, what is that? Ask the grocer, ask the person, what is this? Go to the farmer's markets, go to these places, ask them why. They're selling stuff and they know what it is that they're selling and you may not know. Go into stores that are not American stores, but of other cultures, because other cultures have a lot of things that are just as valuable as the American culture and in many instances more valuable. So I would say, go there, go to these other places and explore. You become the authority, just like you watch some of the shows where they're traveling around the world. What are they doing? Why are they an authority? They're an authority. They didn't know that before they went there. They went there. <laughs> <laughs> so you do the same thing. You travel to those grocery stores. I go at about six o'clock in the morning. If I'm not walking, I go at six. Sometimes Some stores are open 24 hours a day. So I'll go at five o'clock in the morning and I'm cruising when nobody's in there and I'm busy snapping pictures and taking pictures. But because I do things like this, I haven't had a chance to post all of them, but I've got about 5,000 pictures and videos and all kinds of things. When I get to it, I can post them because that's what I do is I go in there, no matter what I'm doing, I find it. Somebody takes me out and they want me to go eat. First thing I do is pull out my cell phone. And I'm busy snapping the pictures and taking this and taking that and taking a picture of the restaurant. So become an authority. Ask the chef who's cooking and saying, what did you put in this? I want to know. They won't give you the full recipe, but you can say, you know what? I could be allergic to something that you have in there. So before I eat it, would you mind telling me what's in it? There you go. There you go. I like that. They won't like give that. you the recipe, but I don't need the recipe. I just need what are the ingredients and I can alter it to make it whatever, because that's another thing. I am a chef, so I can do those things, but that's the way you find out and you share. I share that with people and I tell people, you know, what I know, what my experiences have been. And I ask people, what are their experiences? So if anybody on here, you know, has an experience that they want to share with me, by all means, do share your experience with me. You can go to mamavega.com and you can, on any of the pages, you'll see I have a lot of different ways that you can connect with me, email, Facebook, Twitter, any of them. You can connect with me on all of those and ask. And I do have it connected to my phone. So if I'm not doing something, I will respond as quickly as I can. I love it. Amazing people. Go ahead and connect with her. Like she says, please don't miss this moment. Check her out at mamavega.com backslash social media or forward slash, however how, how you want to say it. How you get, there, say it? get there. And I was, I'll just do my little plug in for myself here. Go to theauthorityletter.com. I'm doing some amazing things with my newsletter, my weekly newsletter. And I have a three-part video series that you start with that helps you build your authority platform from scratch. It's simple. They're not long. They're very short. They're, in, in my opinion, very funny, very entertaining. I hope, hopefully they are. Uh, but you'll love it and you'll love the real talk newsletters that I give you every week full of substance and full of some deep things there. So go there, theodorylayer.com. Thank you so much. And we are good to go. People, remember, as I always say, build it, share it, and they will come. We're out of here. Till next time. Thanks. 
And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.